In today's show, we'll be discussing Bitcoin OG keeps faith in the bull market as the Bitcoin price action bounces 8%, quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Van de Pop, back to 27,000. Great bounce from the 200-week moving average. Time to start the new uptrend to 38 dollars to $42,000 on Bitcoin. Send it. Let's freaking go. In breaking news, Jack Dorsey courts controversy by claiming that Ethereum is a security. And speaking of securities, SEC lawsuits against Binance and Coinbase unify the crypto industry. I'll be breaking down the latest updates from the SEC. Also in today's show, El Salvador's Bitcoin miner Volcano Energy launches with $250 million investment, quoting Max Kaiser, with Volcano Energy, El Salvador will win the global Bitcoin hash race. He also goes on to share that Bitcoin is the discovery of an absolute scarce synthetic digital commodity that works as perfect money. Everything else falls into these categories, unregistered security or not perfect money. Also in today's show, here's how Bitcoin can witness a full-on reversal towards a new all-time high. According to crypto analyst Credible Crypto, quoting him here, reality, Bitcoin makes a new all-time high in 2023, leaving the majority sideline. Not everyone makes it. Also breaking news, Van Eck says Bitcoin can soar and hit $4.8 million per coin if it becomes the global reserve asset. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market. All this, plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1305. I'm your host, JV, and today is Wednesday, June 7th, 2023. And checking out the market, as you can see here on your screen, we got Bitcoin back in the green, trading just above $26,300, actually about on the cusp of hitting 26.4. We have Ethereum, barely in the red, trading just above 1,800. Binance, BNB coin, one of the top losers, uh, currently trading at $259, down 7%. And also Cardano, down about 7%, trading at 32 cents. And checking out coinmarketcap.com, we got the crypto market cap just above 1.1 trillion with about 48 billion in volume in the past 24 hours. The Bitcoin dominance back on the climb at 46.5% with the Ether dominance at 20.1%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, Stacks leading the pack up 6%, trading at 61 cents, followed by Terra Classic up 4%, followed by XDC up 3%, trading at 3.3 cents. And checking out the top 100 gainers for the past week, we can see we got a lot back in the green, including Pepe up 14%, Stacks up 17%, and Luna Classic up 11.2%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators shows we're currently rated a 53 neutral yesterday was a 44 in fear last week a 51 and last month a 60 in greed so there you have it and welcome to everyone just tuning into today's live stream now let's break down today's technical analysis and check out the charts and what's popping right now bitcoin swiftly erased its month-to-date losses on june 7th as volatility returned to ultimately favor the bulls as you can see here in the bitcoin one hour candle chart that dip regarding the sec lawsuits was very short-lived as we bounced right back data from cointelegraph markets for in trading view should bitcoin 
hitting 27.3 on Bitstamp, almost a new June high. Bitcoin continued to rebound, and that had begun the day before, with markets shaking off the initial nerves from the U.S. SEC's legal action against Binance and now Coinbase as well. And in doing so, Bitcoin recovered all of its lost ground, returning to its previous trading range focused just below 27,000. Quoting crypto analyst Mikhail Vendepop, back to 27,000. Great bounce from the 200-week moving average. Time to start the new uptrend to 38 to 42,000 on Bitcoin. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analysts and quitting Rec Capital. Bitcoin has retested the 200-week moving average as support. Downside wicking below the moving average has taken place, but Bitcoin has managed to hold above it. That's right. Looking pretty solid right now. Rec Capital previously warned that a firm loss of the 200-week moving average would result in a trip towards 20000 But analyzing the bounce itself, we also have trading sweet Decent Trader, who saw cause for relief based on the exchange trader behavior. Quoting Decent Trader here, we also got confirmation of the strength of the move with the Bitcoin long-short ratio plummeting over 50% as it climbed. Uh, that's right, as they point out right here. And also, quoting another analyst, we typically see a bit of a pullback until this is resolved. A monitoring resource, Material Indicators, said despite the FUD, is turning out to be a good day for Bitcoin. Let's see if the bulls can push it past resistance at $27,400. Now here's what Arthur Hayes has to say. Equally unshaken in his faith in the price action, moving to a better place. Arthur Hayes, the former CEO of Derivative Exchange BitMEX, in social uh, media reactions, he called on hodlers to wait for the full return on the Bitcoin bull market. Quitting him here, the wall of worry is being climbed. Come with me on the Bitcoin bull market bus. We are still on struggle street, but the moon ain't far away. Touche. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the analyst and let me know if you're currently bullish or bearish on the King Crypto. With that being shared, all this controversy regarding the SEC deeming certain crypto tokens a security, Jack came out and said he believes that Ethereum is a security. So let's uh, break this down, shall we? And then I'll be giving you the latest updates regarding the Binance and uh, Coinbase lawsuits against the SEC. Longtime Bitcoin advocate Jack Dorsey found himself on a Twitter war with several crypto industry pundits after he responded with yes to a question asking is Ether if it was a security. The comment caught the attention of UD Worthmeyer, if I'm pronouncing that name right, a Bitcoin Ordinals developer at Taproot Wizards who inferred Dorsey was a clown in a tweet on June 6th. In response, Dorsey tweeted, ETH is not a security. Teach me, wizard. <laughs> Which prompted Wertheimer to share a five-year-old video of the United States SEC chairman, Gary Gensler, stating that ETH was now sufficiently decentralized and wasn't a security, as they had this controversy here on crypto Twitter. Now, Gaber Gerbach, strategy advisor to stablecoin issuer Tether and investment management firm Van Eck, weighed in on Wertheimer's comment, stating Ethereum's recent transition to proof of stake may have re-triggered security laws. I think he makes a great point there. The online scuffle comes in light of the SEC filing lawsuits against crypto exchanges Binance and Coinbase on June 5th and the 6th for allegedly offering tokens considered to be unregistered securities. Dorsey also tweeted an implied approval of a screenshot of a post by Coinbase CEO Brian Armstrong back in 2015, where he referred to altcoins as a distraction and that Coinbase would instead be focused on 
on Bitcoin, I mean, it's dated right here, February 23rd, 2015. That's coming directly from Brian Armstrong. <laughs> now, Dorsey continued on his pro-Bitcoin tweeting streak and retweeted a video of Jack Muller's CEO of Bitcoin Lightning application strike, calling out Armstrong for choosing to prioritize altcoins over building a Bitcoin and Lightning network building on those networks. That's right. And it's a great video by Jack Muller's. It is absolutely savage. I retweeted it. So make sure to check that out on crypto Twitter. And when Dorsey was in charge of Twitter back in 2021, the company sold 140 Ethereum-based NFTs, but he rejected invested into Ethereum at that time. Dorsey also downplayed Ethereum's development in August 2021 when he claimed that Ethereum alone wouldn't be able to disrupt big tech. Dorsey recently provided funding and became an advocate for Noster, a decentralized Twitter killer network that integrates Bitcoin Lightning-based payments on the Damas platform. How many of you actually have an account on Noster? Let me know. I recently create, created one so we can connect on there if you're over there. And what are your thoughts regarding Ethereum being a security? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below. And at the end of the show, I'll be reading everyone's comments out loud. Now for the latest with the ongoing saga between the SEC and the entire crypto industry is what it seems like. Professionals across the crypto sector responded to the US SEC's recent actions against the two biggest crypto exchanges, Binance and Coinbase. As we all know, on June 5th, the SEC filed a lawsuit against Binance for allegedly offering unregistered securities, which we all seen coming a long time ago. Only a day after filing the Binance suit, the commission also went after Coinbase on similar grounds, alleging that popular cryptos offered by the exchange, such as Solana, Polygon, and the Sandbox, qualify as securities. In fact, they listed quite a lot. So according to the SEC, there's at least 65 cryptocurrencies that are deemed securities. And I covered that in great detail yesterday. If you missed that episode, be sure to check it out. Now, according to Kristen Smith, the CEO of Blockchain Association, while the SEC's actions are expected, is still unacceptable. She explained, uh, quoting her here, the SEC doesn't make the law. Indeed, this approach to regulation is unacceptable, but it is what we have come to expect from the SEC and its anti-crypto stance. You could say that again. Gary Gensler, anti-crypto, 100%. That's why we call him No Clarity Gary or No Claire Gare. The executive highlighted that while the industry and the U.S. Congress are working to develop effective regulation, the SEC continues to distract from substantial policy efforts. The executive believes that by listing assets this way, the SEC is trying to circumvent formal rulemaking processes and deny public engagement. It does seem to be this way, doesn't it? Let me know if you guys agree. Now, in addition to the SEC's actions being unacceptable, other professionals working in the space believe that the effects of this recent move include pushing crypto players to more crypto-friendly jurisdictions and weakening consumer confidence in crypto within the United States. It does seem to be this way, right? Do you think that's the ultimate game plan? Insider intelligence crypto analyst Will Page said that the recent suits highlights the SEC's intent to police the space through enforcement in the absence of regulatory framework. And according to Page, this this could potentially knock down the already weak consumer confidence in cryptocurrencies in the country. Now, Ben Caselin, the chief strategy officer at crypto exchange MaskX, believes that while this is a case against Binance, it may have implications for other players in the United States. The former AAX executive explained that this can open up more opportunities for other jurisdictions such as Hong Kong, Dubai, or even El Salvador to drive innovation and attract capital and talent, which
which we're witnessing right now and firsthand, especially when it comes to El Salvador, uh, quoting Oscar Franklin Tan, the chief legal officer of NFT token protocol engine. The SEC actions only drive talent and innovation out of the U.S. to countries with clearer rules that support responsible builders. Singapore in 2020 stated it does not follow the U.S. Howey test. Japan has a clear self-regulatory framework for exchanges. Now doubts cast on the SEC's fairness and motivations. According to David Shud or Shwed, the chief operating officer of blockchain security firm Halborn, the SEC's mandate is to ensure the safeguarding of investors, and he believes that this can be done through clear regulations, not through enforcement actions. The executive added that SEC chairman, no clarity Gary, motivations may be skewed. It seems to me that his personal ambitions and the need to validate his stance have now superseded his core mandate. And then we have Alex, the founder of decentralized finance protocol Angel Block, describing the SEC's actions as lazy, quoting him here. It's like a school teacher uh, berating you for giving the wrong answers, but failing to give any explanation beyond that. I also don't believe that what the SES or the SEC does, in fact, has jurisdiction over everything they are claiming to. I mean, and we'll read one more feedback here. And we also have Tim Shan, chief operating officer of decentralized exchange Dexalot, expressed mixed feelings about the lawsuits and said the SEC's actions are unfair to the community. Quitting him here, they provided very little clarity or guidance to the crypto community. They are regulating through the courts, which is really quite unfair and not the way to regulate and govern. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree and how do you feel this will likely continue to impact the crypto industry. All I know, it's great to see after the $2,000 crash, we bounced right back and didn't skip a beat. Every 10 minutes, as you already know, TikTok, next block. Let's freaking go. And with that being shared, fam, now let's discuss the latest of what's happening right now in El Salvador. Then we'll discuss a new all-time target target this year for the King Crypto in 2023, followed by $4.8 million Bitcoin price prediction from asset management giant Van Eck. And then we'll dive into some live Q&A. And welcome to each and every one of you just tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel and hit the bell icon to get notified every single day when we go live. Now, a public-private partnership in El Salvador pledging to pump $1 billion into creating a Bitcoin mining farm has received its first $250 million. The first release of the fund kickstarts a 250 41 megawatt power generation park in the country's Metapon region. Volcano Energy, the company behind the site, said the funds would go towards developing the power generation park using solar and wind energy, which will eventually power the Bitcoin mining operation. Volcano Energy chairman Max Kaiser took to Twitter on June 7th to announce the news. Quitting him here, Volcano Energy receives the first $250 million of a $1 billion commitment that kickstarts 241 megawatts of Bitcoin mining in El Salvador. We got the power. You can say that again. Shout out to Bukele. Now, Bitcoin mining uses high power computers hooked up to the global network using massive amounts of electricity in the process. The energy intensive practice has come under fire from environmentalists and fudsters who are concentrated on the exasperates of forest loss and climate change. Stablecoin issuer Tether is among the investors in the first funding round to develop volcano energy. And although its investment figure is undisclosed, their uh, chief technology officer said the investment marks the stablecoin issuer's intent to drive investment in renewable energy production and mining 
mining infrastructure. And according to Volcano Energy, the 241 megawatt power generation capacity will be divided between 169 megawatts of photovoltaic solar energy and 72 megawatts of wind energy. And according to Tether, the computing power of the park is estimated to exceed 1.3 exahashes per second. And if achieved, this would position Volcano Energy's cumulative Bitcoin mining hash rate among the top 20 pools worldwide. And according to Volcano Energy, the park is a pioneering example of Bitcoin mining driven by renewable energy, reflecting the industry's constant innovation and growth in a competitive landscape. Quoting them here, flip the script on traditional finance. Volcano Energy is powering the Bitcoin revolution in El Salvador with renewable energy. Now the Salvadoran government will play a crucial role in the planning and execution on this initiative, securing preferred participation equivalent to 23% of revenues. The investors will own 27% with the remaining 50% reinvested in expanding energy production capacity and advancing Bitcoin mining. Kaiser, a Bitcoin advocate and podcaster, plays a pivotal role in the El Salvador adoption initiatives, serving as an advisor to Bukele and chairman at Volcano Energy, the Central American country continues to efforts to drive Bitcoin adoption after becoming the first nation to make Bitcoin a legal tender in 2021, virtually two years ago. And quoting Max right here, Bitcoin is the discovery of an absolutely scarce synthetic digital commodity that works as perfect money. Everything else falls into these categories, either unregistered security or not perfect money. Everything is mathematically guaranteed to go to virtually zero against Bitcoin. So there you have it. Now let's break down this all-time high price prediction, not next year, the year of the halving, but for this year in 2023. And then we'll dive into that colossal $4.8 million price prediction before diving into some live Q&A. So a closely followed strategist is outlining how Bitcoin can regain its bullish momentum and rally towards a fresh all-time high. Credible Crypto tells its 340,000 Twitter followers the Bitcoin bulls have successfully defended a critical support level at 25,000 following Monday's corrective move. And according to Credible, a move below 25,000 will likely be driven by forced liquidations, which he thinks would be favorable for the long-term bulls. Quoting him here, I consider the first target met at this point, which means anything lower is a bonus, will only be driven by forced liquidations. And the minute we manage to reclaim 27.5, we probably squeeze up and see a full-on reversal. The trader says he is accumulating Bitcoin at the current prices as he predicts a move above 27.5 can send Bitcoin skyrocketing to a new all-time high. Quoting him here, I've started buying spot Bitcoin as per the plan. Haven't hit sub 25,000 yet, but took our lows at 25.8-ish. Keeping it simple, can fish for liquidations into 22 to 23,000. Downside capped at 20,000, in my opinion. Reclaim 27.5 and we are ready for continuation to new all-time highs. And also quoting him here on crypto Twitter, expectations, meaning this is what everyone's expecting. The Bitcoin halving is in April 2024. Expect Bitcoin to go sideways between 20 to 40,000 for about 12 months, which is when we accumulate as much Bitcoin as we can. Once the halving hits, we start our next bull run to 100,000 plus into 2025 and everyone's going to make it. But the reality, Bitcoin makes a new all-time high in 2023, leaving the majority sidelined and not everyone makes it. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Credible Crypto that we're likely to see a new all-time high for Bitcoin this year in 2023. And with that being shared, fam, now for the moment you have all been waiting for, and that's our breaking story of the day coming from Van Eck. 
the uh, giant asset manager. They have doubled up uh, their prediction to the upside of gold, and they say Bitcoin could be worth as much as $4.8 million per coin if it was to become a global reserve asset. So that's the key word there, if it was to become a global reserve asset. And that is a big if, of course. And Van Eck thinks that the Chinese UN is more likely of a contender. The lofty assessment for Bitcoin came in a Thursday Insight piece written by Van Eck's head of active uh, debt Eric Fine and chief economist Natalia, who attempted to compare the price of implications for gold and Bitcoin, if either were to be adopted as a backing for global currency, currency regimes. Venex analysis found that the implied price for Bitcoin ranged from 1.3 million as the low to 4.8 million per Bitcoin as the high. The lower prediction was based on Bitcoin as a monetary base, which investment database Investopedia says includes all circulating supply of a currency and bank deposits, but is not a common and marker for economists to look at. And uh, quoting Mike Alfred here, asset manager Vanek says the Bitcoin price implied by the global M0 and M2 is between 1.3 million and 4.8 million if it is to replace fiat currency reserves as the next global reserve asset. Now, the higher prediction came from the more common M2 assessment, which Investopedia considers to be a measure of the money supply that includes all bank deposits with a currency and its ability to be converted into cash. And in their assessment of gold's per ounce price, check this out, Fine and Gershina leaned more towards the M0 price prediction of 31000 per an ounce of gold as a reliable starting point because a very big number of central banks have little or no reserve gold. The lack of deposit skews an M2 prediction to a much higher and less reliable $105,000 per ounce of gold. Could you imagine that? Now, recent geopolitical unrest have already led Russia to consider using different currencies. And we all know what's happening right now in real time with the BRICS. There's like over 26 nations around the world who are looking ultimately to say goodbye to the US dollar. They don't want no part of it. Uh, quoting them here, central banks are likely to change their reserve mix to the determinant of dollars and euros and yen and the enhancement of something else to one extent or another. And as a result, some central banks and private actors will be diversifying their reserves. Now, Van Eck has a stake in the crypto industry with his Bitcoin strategy exchange traded fund. For those that didn't know, yes, they do have an ETF, which is a Bitcoin futures ETF, the fund that has $30.1 million in total net assets. The firm also recently filed with the SEC to launch a new ETF that focuses on gold mining and crypto mining companies. And we all know once we get a spot Bitcoin ETF in the United States, game on. Why do I say that? There's literally trillions upon trillions of dollars just waiting right now in real time on the sidelines, just waiting for that clarity so that, you know, these investments can go into the king crypto. So once the spot Bitcoin ETF is here, game on. Right now, we just have future ETFs, such as the one from Van Eck, which is great for the regulators to manipulate the price action of the king crypto. So obviously, United States regulators are trying to destroy crypto to the best of their abilities. And I mean, we're witnessing that right now in real time. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.